Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I am your host, Meg Teets. I'm joined this Monday, as I often am, by my sometimes co-host, all the time husband. Who Kyle. also goes by the name Meg Teets. Don't be confused. <laughs> it's a little confusing for all of our friends. You may call me Mr. Meg. <laughs> Lord, somebody's going to put that on a t-shirt or a mug or something and send it to Why you. Why not? I'd wear it. I'd wear it. Um, okay. So yeah, on Mondays, we like to make sure that you, the awesomes, are in the loop about all of the awesome that's going on. All the things. All the things. Not, all the awesome. Not some of the things. That would be haphazard. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Haphazard? Yeah. I think. Which is a very polite way of saying half. Half bottomed <laughs> to keep it PG. In fact, to keep it G. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I know only one extreme or the other. <laughs> You're either G or like or like R to the where extreme. The FCC said we can't we can't do that. As long as it's not the SEC, which is the governing body you have to worry about, right? Um, partially. Although it's also a governing body in football. Separate group, not the same SEC, Southeastern Conference would mess with their people. Yeah. Either way, that group messes with people. And you don't wanna you don't wanna lock horns with them. No. No, you don't. Okay, so it's Monday. We have some recommendations for you, as we always do on Mondays, for things to watch, things to read, things to listen to, and some lifestyle recommendations and all kinds of wackadoo news stories. How dare you? They're not wackadoo this week? No, they never are. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's I'm the just, only I, real news. I deeply misunderstood what we're doing yeah, here. plainly. <laughs> wow, I feel so invalidated. I would like, this is not news that anybody cares about, but it is a reality you have to live with. I'd like to go on record saying, I think I had my first actual pre-menopausal hot flash earlier today. Yeah. I was walking around like, is anybody else here hot? Now, I mean, granted, it's the middle of July. It's a little sweaty, but I seem to be the only one that was like sweat pouring off of me. I've never before seen you straddle the air conditioner vent. (laughs) It was invasive. I learned it on TikTok. I guess so. TikTok is valuable for so many things. Uh Uh-huh. Um, okay, so let's get our notes up here. We were just chit-chatting, but we do have actual things to yeah, share with you. Yeah, there's a lot you. of stuff. There's, there's a lot, a lot okay. of stuff. So watch, read, listen, lifestyle. We start with watches. 
Um, I would like to say that I did start the other night. So I've, I've had a little bit of a summer cold. Um, I'm, I'm like on a good night with total nasal clarity. I'm a little prone to snoring. I will, I will fully Mm -hmm. admit that. Yes. When I have a cold, what happens? It gets very voluminous, very, what's the word I'm looking for? Ancestral. Primal. Primal. Yeah. It's, it's pretty aggressive. I have found myself cowering in the floor. Yes. So proactively, I took myself to the downstairs, to the living room, yep. uh, because I could tell, I could tell by the amount of congestion happening, it wasn't going to be pretty. And so after I came downstairs, this rarely happens, but I was like wide awake and it was after 10 o'clock. What even was going on? Well, that was the night know. before last, right? It was a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I turned on Netflix and I started watching season two of Never Have I Ever, which I did mention on last Monday's show that it was dropping on Netflix. I watched season one with our daughters last year in the midst of the pandemic. This is the Mindy Kaling showrunner show. Yes, yes. Uh, The Indian American teenager, her name's Davy. Her Adventures and Misadventures, I started. I got about halfway through. I loved it. Davy yeah. is Indians from India, not Native Americans. You racist right. people who don't know the difference. Nobody says Indians that are Native Americans anyway. Well, um, some people do. Yeah, actually, a well, lot of people do. Probably none of the awesomes because they're right. They're they not, are awesome. They're not ancestral or Neanderthalic or yes. some such thing. Yeah. I just felt the need in case any of my prior life acquaintances ever stumble across one of these episodes, (laughs) I'm trying to correct past wrongs. Okay, good, good, good. Um, Davey, the main character on Never Have I Ever is so funny, but also she's kind of an anti-hero in that she makes all of those decisions that you're just like, no, don't do it. She's so cringy, but she like leans into the cringiness. Michael Scott fashion? Yes, kind of. Not quite as like offensively cringy, but still you're as, especially Especially as an adult watching it, you're like, no, Davey, no. Anyway, the show is just as charming and funny and thought-provoking as season one. So I highly recommend season two of that. So we talked about also last week, the Netflix original movie, Gunpowder Milkshake. Yes. Yes. Which we did check out. We did. We watched it. We actually both stayed awake yep. through the whole thing, mm-hmm. which is a small miracle. It, it's a major miracle. Call the Vatican. Oh, well, very well. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Sound of my feet running away. Um, we did watch it. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, well, first of all, I wanted to point out that we'd, we'd brought it up. We hadn't yet had a chance. We were going to watch it. Something happened. We missed the the first opportunity. Yeah. During which time Awesome Shell chimed in yeah. in the Awesome, which, awesome Today, Today group. group. I do believe, uh, yes. Which that's really where all the cool stuff happens. Yes. I mean, there's cool stuff elsewhere, but it's not quite what goes on there. You guys can all, you're all welcome yeah, to join yeah. us. Just search Awesome Today on Facebook. So we'll get far, you in there. we've turned down zero people. Zero people have been turned um, down for membership. It's a pretty low bar of entry. Yes. But once you're there, I will kick you out. Nope, no one's been On the lottery out. system. I just draw a name every day and <laughs> kick someone out. Now, I'll let you write back in. Yeah. But it's just the principle of it. Now, uh-huh. Shell brought it up. Um, Shell has superb. I, I share a lot of, of common likes with her, so I would say she has superb taste uh-huh, because yes. I'm – I think I have good taste. Yes. Anyway, yeah, she'd recommended it, which only lit the fire further. We got around to watching it. It is, there's a lot of Tarantino influence. Okay, thank you. I was going to say shades of Tarantino yeah. for sure, but. Not with the out of order scenes and all right. of that. Just yep. storyline. Yep. Very creative. I feel so, like- and, and I'm this, I don't think this will spoil anything. Every action movie, my word, that you've ever seen has a scene in a parking garage. 
This For one sure. has one too, but it's different. Mm-hmm. There's a nice little twist on it. I deeply appreciate the the artistic creativity yes. in constructing it the way they did. That's what I was going to say. I do feel like it's Shades of Tarantino, but it's like Tarantino either with a twist or with like almost like an updated modern feel to it. Does that mm-hmm. feel right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like in a lot of the scenes, there is a sort of homage to the Tarantino classic films, especially of the 90s into the early aughts. Um, Kill Bill certainly feels i even feel like i could be wrong but i feel like even the soundtrack felt very tarantino-esque on gunpowder milkshake to to define that further if somebody's unfamiliar what i would offer is to say there's a yes there is gratuitous violence Mm -hmm, but that isn't the plot of the story isn't the violence there is an actual plot and storyline that has some meaning Mm -hmm. Enough. And so you tell me, because you're not typically an action movie right. fan. Right. I I do enjoy that. Was it painful for you to watch? No, because in the same way that Tarantino violence is so over the top that you almost like, yeah. like at least for me, and I'm a highly sensitive person, but for me, like it's so over the top with the bloody violence that your brain is just like, well, this is pretend. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't feel real. And yet the storytelling you feel invested in it. The overarching plot that's kind of high stakes enough that you do feel invested to see what's going to happen. But at the same time, like, again, I don't really like action movies and I, I am sensitive, but I could watch it. It's like almost like a comic book feel of yes, violence. Does, very, that, yes, very does that good. sound right? Very good description. Yeah. So anyway, we watched it. We enjoyed it. It's a great summer flick, mm-hmm. I think. So yeah, there's that. I'll tag on to that. Something that came out of nowhere. I accidentally found it. Probably if my head wasn't buried in the clouds or elsewhere, I would have seen it sooner, known about it ahead of time. Major Grom, Plague Doctor. Plague Doctor. This is Russian. (laughs) Who would have guessed? Russian, it's kind of a superhero-y type thing. but, But the superhero that's buried within... Society that no one seems to notice around them. Sure, that's a trope. It's dubbed. It's dubbed very well. Okay. The voices actually match the bodies. Nice. Not okay. always voices with lips, but that's part of dubbing. Yes. So of don't course. don't get caught up there. Sure, sure. This is it's it's a really solid flick. I was really impressed by it. Okay. You know, uh, one of our twins, John Kyle, is so captivated by the idea of Plague Doctor that. Yes. He found and we did actually buy for him because we're yeah trying to support him in his burgeoning cosplay interests, but he found a Plague Doctor mask. He, did, he loves it. We got it for him. It freaks everyone right out. <laughs> so spooky. I hate it yeah. so much, but he got real super into that. The thing. cape, the top hat, oh, yes, all of it. All of it. Um, also, you and I are finally, finally in the final stretch of Lucifer season five. Whew, yes. Um, now, uh, I'm just, I'm being a completist at this point. I think there, there's been a few episodes that you're like, why can't we just skip this and get uh, to the end? <laughs> they, did the, they did the one that's like the 1930s throwback that every long running yes. series does. Yeah. It, it hurt. I actually kind of enjoyed it. It was just cheesy yeah, and campy no. enough that I was like, I'm kind of into this. I needed to take ibuprofen and use ice packs. <laughs> It hurt. <laughs> we are in the final stretch. We'll probably wrap it this week. Although I did some light Googling and discovered Netflix did decide. Okay. All right. One more, but truly this is the true, true, true final season. Yeah. They're filming a season six. It's supposed to be out next year. So it's, 
one of two things will happen. It'll either be so terrible, we give up the completest mindset, or it will be so good that they're like, yeah, well, we were just kidding about the final, final, final season. Yeah. Now there will be a final, final, final season. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. I was, I noticed this week as I, cause I always look and see what's coming up on our streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. I noticed the pickings got real slim from Netflix to Hulu, Amazon prime to HBO. And finally it all clicked together in my mind because you know what happens at the end of this week that is not related to all of your the zombie apocalypse that could happen at any time. I'm always prepared. You should be, but thankfully it's not that that I know of. I have a baseball bat with spikes in it. No, you don't. No, I don't, but I'd like one. Anybody know of a good connect on that? Let me know. I mean, to be fair, we don't even have good go bags packed right now. I've long taken the stance that if it's in fact a full on zombie apocalypse, I want to be the one of the first to go. Come and get us. Yeah. We're not even going to fight. I'll eat brains. Just bite me. We'll put a sign in the front. Wait, zombies can't read. Never mind. We'll just sit on the front porch. Yeah. We're here. Um, no, at the end of this week is the beginning, Kyle, of the Summer Olympics. I was just getting ready to say Olympics. Yes. I, I connected yep. a pace slow. Okay. So I have something more to say about that later in the episode. But well, I do think. I have something to say now. What? Watch it on TV because it doesn't sound like you get to go live, even if you could afford a trip to I Japan. Know. What a bummer for people who it's are a, planning. It's a weird thing. Amongst the three things, I read an article. I didn't include it in the news. I read an article about this. And of the three things, um, they were very purposefully excluding for anyone to be allowed to participate in during the Olympics if yeah. you're there. Yeah. Number one on the list was sex. What do you mean? Well, they listed three things that are forbidden at this Olympics. Is, is sex and number one like- was sex. I guess... Olympic sex is a big deal. I never knew. I mean, that is how our twins came about. And we only watched it on the television. So I don't know. I just know that if you're going, don't bother bringing things that you might use for that act because it's not allowed. Oh, man. I wasn't expecting that. I I wasn't either. (laughs) I was just going to say that... I think the streaming platforms have like accepted their fate. Like people are going to be watching the Olympics yeah, around yeah. the world. So there's not that many new things coming out, but there are a couple of things I wanted to tell you about. Okay. On Netflix, a new documentary. Well, it's not new, but it's relatively new from PBS. It's about sex. No, Well, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, coming out on July 22nd on Netflix. It's called nine to five, the story of a movement. It's a PBS documentary about the 1970s movement for women's rights and equality in the workplace. So think Dolly Parton singing nine to five. Yeah. That was a whole movie. Well, oh, the movie I didn't was, just hear her sing it. I watched the show. There you go. Yes. It's one of my favorite Dolly Parton songs, honestly. And what so, a way to make a living. Yeah. As I recall, there we go. Um, so that's coming to Netflix. Also coming to Netflix this week, masters of the universe colon revelation this is colon like the body part no i don't think so the the grammatical okay. tool uh <laughs> wait what is it called um symbol what no it's not a tool Punctu- punctuation ah it's yes. punctuation right yes yeah, it's punctuation yeah. <laughs> the easy choice i thought you were gonna go for the more intellectual choice but that'll work too well on july 23rd Third, it drops onto Netflix. It's been developed by Kevin Smith, who is a fairly well-known 
filmmaker, movie maker. And master of a universe. Uh, well, apparently he was so fascinated and so bereft as many Gen Xers were uh, once our childhood had concluded with the lack of further development of the He-Man and She-Ra universe. Right. They just straight up left us hanging. Right? So Kevin Smith. He-Man, She-Ra, Skeletor. What even happened to them? Evil then. Where are you? They were. We were left with just like so many question yeah. marks. Manny faces. Yep. Good. There were. It was a double hyphenated man hyphen E hyphen spaces. Battle cat. You could, uh, Battle cat. Oh, my word. Yeah. And there was also an evil version because there was always a good and an evil. Of Battle course. Cat was He-Man's cat. Yeah. I can't remember Skeletor's evil mount. Okay. Well, Kevin Smith is here to right the wrong of letting – he does not want this to fade into obscurity. And so I'm just going to tell you because some people – you know, sometimes people when they love a thing, they get concerned. Like, are you going to ruin my childhood by – redoing right. this. Yeah. And so I'm just going to read you some of the things that he has said. He did an interview with the sci-fi channel Perfect and said, place to do it. yeah, he said, I never felt like we were going to piss people off. We always said, this is for, those people, which is to say the fans, mm -hmm. uh, we're not trying to win new converts, but new converts might come because parents are going to watch the show with their kids. And even if you don't know anything about He-Man, this is a wicked ass cartoon series. Those are Kevin Smith's words, not yes, mine. Yes, he hyphenated that. He did. He I did. I appreciate it. Yeah. He said, but if you know the world of He-Man, we were engineering this for you to make sure that you don't leave this experience going, that ain't my show. They ruined it. They dropped the ball, end quote. I may very well watch this yeah. because I was a big He-Man fan. Well, sure, of course. Some of the characters, let's be honest, they were unfortunately named, <laughs> like Fisto. <laughs> yes. We've talked about that before. Disturbing character. Yeah. Yeah. Man-E faces, unfortunately named, but accurate. Yeah. You could twist on the, on the action figure or figurine, as you like to call them, you yep. could twist a dial on top of his head and he had three different faces to choose from. My brother had this whole collection. I remember them vividly. Yeah. Yeah. Vividly. All right. As always, I wanted to incorporate some suggestions from the awesomes. These are from our hangout community, from our awesome of the week thread. I'm just going to hit through these like bullet point style. Okay. So just hang tight. Uh, awesome. Kathy said the series, we, the people on Netflix, it's like an updated schoolhouse rocks. She said her kids are obsessed with Hamilton this summer and musical in manuel Miranda. Mm -hmm. So she said, we've been having lots of government conversations. This is the perfect compliment. Again, the series, We the People on Netflix. Awesome D said, Summer of Soul. It's a documentary by Questlove about a black concert series in Harlem the same summer as Woodstock that has been nearly forgotten. So Summer of Soul is on Hulu and in theaters D said it's so good. The sound remastering is excellent, and the commentary is superb. And what, then, hang on. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm having a, a brain flashback. Yes. What is the man? It was called L.A. Something. We watched this. It was a little docu series on. It covered House of Pain, is why I remember it. Oh, okay. Um, but it, uh, along with them, I think there were there were musical artists, there were tattoo artists. There was like this whole little conglomerate of things that emerged from LA all around the same time. Okay. It may be nothing like this, but it, it, at least that's what this made me think of as you described it. And that was pretty solid, not for kids, but pretty not solid for kids. Okay. I'll do a little side Googling and see if I can okay. find it. If I can, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and then finally on watches awesome. Renee said that they've been enjoying the show manifest. 
she thinks it was originally on NBC, but it is now on Netflix. A plane disappears for five years. Yes. Have you watched this? No, I've seen the I've seen the trailers, and it's it's on my my list. Once we get through Lucifer. We got to get through the things we're committed to dying for. Yeah. Uh, okay. So a plane disappears for five years. The passengers on board felt no time passing. So they are dealing with reentry to a new world where families have changed. They're also dealing with the mystery that surrounded their disappearance. Renee said they're watching it with their tweens. There's a few brief sexy scenes, she said, mm-hmm. but just tell them to cover their eyes and get into the mystery of it all. So. Our kids always say okay, and then they don't cover their eyes. <laughs> That's true. It feels like a violation of well, trust. I almost knocked my, my microphone down. It's true. I got so um, excited about this. We have a mild OSHA violation of wires running around the recording studio here. It's a actual OSHA violation. Okay, so that, those were watches. Reads, I myself am reading Rainbow Rowell's newest release release anyway the wind blows the third in the trilogy of the simon snow series it's delightful so far everyone that i know personally on the social needs has been talking about how awesome it is reviews on amazon and goodreads also can can confirming that confining it i didn't know what i was gonna say and confirming convalidating it yep that too okay i don't think it's very it's not catholic though it's not um and then our friend awesome dawn suggested dial a for aunties she said it's an over-the-top summer rom-com the one that you're looking for and it's a delight and she put four exclamation four exclamation is this the same dawn that steals from the u.s postal service and your mailbox she is a mail carrier but she would never steal a thing. Maybe her real practice is to take the things she wants, but leave behind a recommendation for something to watch. <laughs> for a book recommendation. I know you don't got the thing you ordered. Try this out instead. <laughs> that's a good That's a good thing to do. I want to make a movie about that. I am so grateful that Dawn has such a yeah. good sense of humor. Dawn's never stolen anything. <laughs> Probably in her life. I just want to make that clear, but that's what makes it fun to tease about. It. Exactly. Um, I want to add... What are we on reading? reading? I had an, a mildly embarrassing reading moment. Oh, no. Okay, let's hear it. It wasn't anything torrid. Oh. Okay. Um, when, I, when I begin to delve deeply into a topic, it's no holds barred and I'm, I'm reading everything. And I won't state any of the titles. Not Again, not because they're tawdry and terrible, but because it's just industry-related stuff for my business. Sure. But I've been on a little bit of a quest lately and really pouring through some material. And my my business partner, each of us kind of, we capitalize our strength in different areas. Yes. That, that's what makes for a, a decent relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he wouldn't necessarily read all of the things I read. And we'd had a, a meeting and we're discussing, I was telling him, you know, I've, I've been down a path, I'm looking at some stuff, blah, blah, blah. And later he'd texted and said, hey, send me... Yeah. Some of what you've read. He was like, what was the name of that book you were yeah, reading? This was, this was the embarrassing part for me. As I narrowed it down, there were seven <laughs> books that I've read more than once. And so I recommended those. There's probably another, oh gosh, there's probably another eight to ten along with YouTube videos of presentations and... Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. The stuff that's been consumed. And I felt... I felt really odd as I sent him this meager, mild request for information. Here's a text wall of books. Read them all. <laughs> it was it was a little weird. 
I mean, that's the thing. You do so much reading, but it's not it's it's all just industry stuff. It's not something that that's most the people bulk are of, into. That's the bulk of where I live. But I enjoy that. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay, speaking of things I enjoy on listens, a little light on the listens this week, but I do have a recommendation. Um, I recommended a while back, back in 2019, a podcast called Your Own Backyard. This is a true crime podcast. Um, it is... Is it a step-by-step, here's how you commit a crime in your own backyard? <laughs> <laughs> no tutorial that probably exists and I hate it, but that's not what this is. Okay. It's probably good. Yeah. We don't want to encourage that. Right. Your own backyard is a limited series podcast and it chronicles the disappearance in 1996 of Kristen smart. I don't know if that name rings a bell for you. We were in college when this happened. She was basically around our age. If she wasn't involved in collegiate athletics. I have you were, no idea you have no during that okay. time of my life. Well, it was a pretty well-known case. This, um, charming, outgoing, uh, very, you know, well-liked, I think she had just finished her freshman year of college was like finishing her freshman year. I think, um, disappeared from the college town of San Luis Obispo, which you've been to for a collegiate athletic performance. Is that what they call it? Performances? Um, not so much. Oh, okay. No, just like action figures are not the same thing as figurines. Okay, good. It's, Thank it's you a different, for clarifying. Yeah. Uh, again, what's the university there? Oh, I knew you were going to ask uh, that. Cal Poly? Cal Poly, yes. Okay. Which is where John Madden got his start. For any people who are familiar with the sports world, yeah. you might know who John Madden is. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. A little yeah. bit trivia. We played, uh, we played Cal Poly three, four years. Yeah. Four years, I think, mm-hmm. in a row. When, at, when we you were at TCU? At, no, Texas State. At Texas State? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because Cal sense, Poly was yes. yeah, different. Yeah, different they, conference. They weren't a... Yeah. Different conference. Okay. Um, anyway, Your Own Backyard is one of the best. In fact, I'm just going to say this. I feel like it sets a gold standard for a limited series, true crime docu-series. I'm so sorry to say, and I should have looked this up. I can't remember the host and creator of it. His first name's Chris. He... Chris the host. Uh, Chris the host is from San Luis Obispo, and he remembers when the case happened okay. and has thought about it all these years. Kristen Smart's body was never found, but the people involved with the case are convinced that she had been murdered and that there was a very specific suspect who has never been brought to justice. So, Well, that area, mm-hmm. as anyone in the know would call it, slow yeah. San Luis Obispo. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody, uh, I'd worked with a guy that had worked there and he always referenced it as slow. Mm. So that's how I, I'm in the know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're technically desert still. Oh, I didn't realize that. Now you're, you're, you're mountainous. There's, it's kind of on the edge Yeah. in between. Um, but it doesn't rain much, all that. And you do have, even though it's not desert, like here's flat sand areas okay. and stuff. That's what I think that, of when I hear desert. So I would imagine at least much like, the uh, urban legends surrounding people being buried in the desert outside of Las Vegas. Yeah. That you have a, a similar opportunity. Okay. All right. To dispose of bodies out there. I don't know. Okay. I've never, I've never plied my serial killer craft no. in that region. You were, for the record, Kyle Teams is not a serial killer. For the killer. record, I'm not admitting to anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying anything either. Okay. Uh, I, I looked in my podcast app because I'm a ding dong and I forgot that it's really easy to look and see the host's name and the creator of the series is Chris Lambert. There you go. And 
So anyway, all of that to say there are two brand new updates to this case. He dropped two episodes, the beginning of the end, part one and part two, back at the beginning of July. Um, people have been texting me. Did you see the updates? Have you listened? So I just started listening to this. You know, it's a really heartbreaking story, but after all of these years, think back to 1996, how much life you and I have lived. Kristen Smart's family has, you know, been missing her all of these years. So finally some arrests have been made. And so Chris is detailing some updates. here. I have a question. Okay. Is any of this related to DNA evidence? I haven't gotten to that part yet. Okay. It's very possible. Okay. Because that, that, there's a lot of stories when we get to the news later. There's a lot of stuff I didn't include. Okay. There's been like a flurry of, of DNA things happening. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And a lot of these true crime cases that do end up having updates, it's for that exact thing. Yeah. That we just didn't have, we collectively didn't have the technology that we have now. Some of these cold cases are finally coming to justice, finally being solved because of DNA technology being able to um, right. to bring these cases to closure. Right. Yes. So, yeah. Agreed. Affirmative. Okay. Well, lifestyle. As always, the awesomes have come through. Again, just going to kind of bullet point, give you some yeah. of the recommendations this week. Awesome. Kayla found the perfect pair of summer shorts. Now, you're a man. Do they have pockets? Of course they do. They're okay. shorts. Well, you said they're perfect. I assumed they would, but I wanted to validate and verify. They're called utility shorts. I'm guessing they have at Hell least yeah. one pocket on there. That sounds like four pockets, yeah. six pockets, minimally. Maybe. Side, side, back, back, down on your hips, yeah, all the pockets, pocket. like cargo shorts. That's right. Um, as a man, I feel like, I don't know. Do you feel like a, there's a, a difficulty in finding the perfect summer short every yes. year? You do? Yes. Okay. So I'm wearing a pair now. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to admit I found them at a warehouse club. Called Sam's. Called Sam's. Um, I mean, they're they're not high quality by any stretch, but they're of a different material than other low quality things. If that makes sense. You got these last summer. Yeah, they don't they don't uh, grow on you. No. Like many things do. So yeah, yeah, no, it's a real struggle. It's a struggle for everyone. You liked the ones you're wearing so much that you went and got like two more pairs. So you oh, can I have, have a constant rotation. I have four okay. total because wow. yes, that it's like I just want this problem solved. Yeah. I don't want to have to think about it. Well, women also want the problem mm -hmm. of the perfect summer short. And so Kayla has solved the problem for us. She found them at Kohl's. They are called the Ultra Comfort Waist Utility Shorts. She said they're the perfect length. They're short, but not too short. They have a little give in the waist, but they're still structured. They can be dressed up or down. She went and got herself three pair. Rock on. Get a fourth. Do it. Yeah. And then she got herself some Lanzan V-neck t-shirts, and she said it's her summer uniform. You and I are huge fans. Love the uniform. Of the daily uniform. So high five to Kayla. I'll put a link in the show notes for the Ultra Comfort Waist Utility Shorts at Kohl's. Awesome. Emily said the Just Watch app, it tells you where things are streaming. You have an app. Nice. You're like, where Where can I go watch? Where can I find The Matrix Reloaded? Well, that or Space Jam 2, which our twins Oof. were streaming on HBO Max <sighs> earlier this week. Yeah, they've watched it an obscene number of times. Yes. And they think it's so funny. The critics. Yeah, and it's not. Critics are not, not loving the movie, but our eight-year-olds super loved it. I normally don't agree with the critics, but in this instance, they're not wrong. <laughs> 
Awesome. Corey, I had to include this because Corey is a friend of mine. And I think this is so fun. She said, yesterday, because I'm a cool mom, I took my 15-year-old to get her nose pierced. And because I'm a cool me, I got mine done too. Nice. So yes, go Corey. So fun. Awesome. Sarah mentioned Magnet Toys uh, drawing board for kids to take on road trips. Okay. You know, the road trip can be a challenge for a family. Now, yeah, we refuse to do them. We just don't do them. Lots of people have in-vehicle entertainment to keep their kids busy. But toddlers, the thing about toddlers are tension span so small. Yeah, they're evil and is what we all know. Evil. Yeah. And so this, I looked it up on Amazon. This is a, a board that they can like hold in their lap. There's a little stylus with the magnet at the end. It's basically a very modernized version of that magnetic Etch-a-sketch. Okay, etch-a-sketch. But do you remember the willy thing? Yeah, yeah. It's a similar concept. Etch-a-sketch, yeah. you use dial knobby yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. The willy, you had a a pin. Yes, exactly. So this has I the pin from the really willy. really creepy just now to say the willy. <laughs> It's dirty. I know. Um, awesome. Adrienne wants us to know about Budget Bites. It's a website with great recipes, budgetbites.com. Note that the bites part is B-Y-T-E-S, budgetbites.com. So it's digital recipes is what they're saying. Recipes available in digital format. Yes, I see their entendre. Uh-huh. Uh, Rebecca and I just dropped a brand new episode about summer meals. So if that got you thinking, you know, I could use some meal planning inspiration, many awesomes chimed in and said that they liked the budget bites. So finally, I mentioned, we've talked about Tokyo Summer Olympics happening. The opening ceremony is this coming Friday night, July 23rd. Hey, in the Hangout group, we have a number of spinoff groups because sometimes people want to go really specialized. They want yeah. to go deeper into conversation yeah. around a certain Get all topic. these posers away. We need a special group for the thing. I would never call any of our awesomes a poser, but... But some of them are. No, that's not what I'm saying. But sometimes you want to have Listen, more specific conversation. There's no offense meant to anyone here, but everybody knows that in any group of humans... No matter how awesome they are, Mm-mm. there's always somebody in there that wants to be the the captain commenter on things they know nothing about, and that's why special groups exist. It's okay. I reject that. <laughs> well, you would, and that's okay too, because that's how our marriage works. You reject the truth, and I help bring you back home again. <laughs> oh my lord! Anyway, <laughs> one of the spinoff groups that we have, and I forgot about this because it's been a hot minute since we had Olympics to celebrate. But it's called Olympians. Anyone else? Get the hell out of here! <laughs> no. it's, called, <laughs> it's called Sorta Awesome Olympics Obsessed Group. Mm-hmm. So and get the hell out! No, of No, no one has to get the heck out anywhere. I didn't say heck. <laughs> Um, I will put a link in the show notes. It is a spinoff group. If you just like to talk about the Olympics when they're on and just enjoy this moment in time that we get, and you want to talk to other awesomes about it, there's a group for that. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes. And that's all I have for watch and read and listen and lifestyle. And all the posers are not allowed into that group. So you can feel free to just Olympic rage. Olympic rampage. That too. All right. I've got a deep inhale. Okay. All right, we got a lot of news to get through and not a lot of time, so I got to talk fast. Okay. Okay, close your eyes for a moment. I'm I'm looking at you, and I know whether or not you're telling the truth. 24 years ago, Mm -hmm. imagine yourself 24 years ago, but in China. Oh, okay. A two year old boy 
was abducted. Oh, why are we going here? Just, okay, my just eyes are walk so with me. Okay. Just walk with me. He was snatched right out of his own front yard. Oh. Now, in the years that followed, do you know we have a two-year-old? I do. Okay, I do. That's part of why this stuck out to me. Okay. In the years that followed, do I still have to keep his, my eyes <laughs> No, you can open okay. them now. His father traveled. 310,000 miles all around China trying to find his son on a motorbike, making his way through over 20 provinces, even inspiring the 2015 film Lost and Love. This man never gave up. Why are you trying to make me cry? He exhausted his life savings. Didn't even slow him down. I know you're crying. This is a this is an awesome story. At times, he slept under bridges. He begged for money to survive. He did whatever was necessary to keep going. And over his journey, he actually helped reunite seven other abducted children with their parents, but still never finding his son. Okay. Well, recently, a 26-year-old university graduate and now teacher has been discovered through the magic of DNA testing to be oh my gosh. his abducted oh. son. They have been joyously reunited. The abductors because of DNA testing again are even now in custody. Everything is coming to fulfillment. Can you imagine oh gosh. how it would feel to discover that you who are just living your life. Yeah no knowledge of anything else. You had been abducted in a child as a child and your father loved you so much mm. that he gave up everything, never stopped looking. And 24 years later, he found you. That is amazing. The boy's father was quoted as saying, and this is rough because it's a translation. Now that the child has been found, everything can only be happy from now on. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're doing the news because I'm going to be over here crying for a few This minutes. is an awesome story. Very awesome. My gosh, the commitment of this dad. This yes. is, from a dad's perspective, this is what every dad would hope to be. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That's an amazing story. I really am good. I'm going to need a minute. So I hope the next story you've got, it has a little humor yeah. added to well, it. Well, we're jumping, we're jumping to a different tangent here. Okay. Um, do you believe that too much salt is bad for you. Actually, no, but my grandparents did. You're damn right they did. You know we they <laughs> grew up during a period of definitely mixed messaging of salt, of eggs, of bread, Wait. even of sexuality. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> yes, I, remember I do. My grandparents' house, when you went to have dinner with them, now my grandmother would make you food from scratch. Yes. There was not going to be. Not even a. Not a. Not, a, not even a not even a pinch of a pinch of a pinch not, of salt. Not a sniff of not real salt. However, they salt. used the hell out of no salt. No salt, yes. Which salt is substitute. in fact no salt. <laughs> There's no salt there. So yeah, I mean, we, we, you and I, anybody of our generation, and honestly, even the next, we've grown up in this period of mixed messaging about food, uh -huh. about all the, things. all the things, sexuality, and as exciting as it is to talk about sex from time to time, let's stay focused on the salt. <laughs> what does this have to do with sex? For right now, let's stay on the salt, Meg. Keep I'm, your mind out of the I'm 
out of the sexual places. I'm crying my off over here. Okay. So you just keep talking about salt. So salt. Keep it, keep it G-rated. G-rated. Sir. As we're told, it raises your blood pressure. It increases your chances of developing cardiovascular disease, whatever that is. And maybe even your chances of having a stroke or a heart attack. This is what we've been taught. Yes. Yeah. Well, governmental guidance, which, let's be honest, it's going to be a few steps behind. It has evolved, Mm -hmm. ultimately, to the recommendation of less than six grams of added salt a day, which is just over a teaspoon of added salt. That's difficult. Yeah. Especially when you realize that two slices of bread can exceed that. Holy wow. I did not know that. Just on their own. Yeah. Well, a recent study published in the European Heart Journal, Uh this may help us escape our salt fears. Okay. In a nutshell, the scientists, whoever they may be, have discovered, they've found, they've discovered that twice that current dietary guideline actually leads to increases in life expectancy. Well, then. So eat all the potato chips you can get in. Well, the real moral of the story here is that if you're going to drink tequila, and you certainly should, then do it with both salt and lime. You'll live longer. A little salt, a little lime. Yeah. Sure does help. Hey, Topo Chico, mm-hmm. our daily sustenance of life. Yes. Has, has uh, salt. 25 milligrams per bottle. So 1% of your. That's 0.25 grams, I think. Yes. Yeah, so is how the metric system works. I don't know. I'm on the imperial system over here. Um, plainly, oh, really? plainly, it's the right choice because that's what America does and we know all the things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Balls. Okay. Exclamation point. All right. Do I have your attention? Yeah, you do. Chocolate fudge cake balls. All right. Now I have more of your attention, don't I? Well, famous baker, I'm going to say Eloise. It's E-L-O-I-S-E. Yeah, Eloise. Would you say Eloise? Eloise Head, Uh uh, I believe from the UK. She has gone viral by sharing her secret to super easy chocolate fudge cake balls. Mm-hmm. Here's how easy they are. You need three ingredients. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, you need chocolate. Okay. You need fudge icing. Okay. And you need cake mix. This, this can be found in the only place on social media where balls can be celebrated without a parental warning. Instagram. You're gonna say OnlyFans. No, no, that's where all the warnings are necessary. Oh, okay. No warnings necessary on Instagram. Uh-huh. This is super simple. It's literally a box of Betty Crocker Devil's food cake mix. Check. A tub of Betty Crocker chocolate fudge icing. Double check. You mix all that together and you roll it into balls, and then you put them in, you put your balls in the freezer for 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Then while that's freezing, you melt 250 grams, and I have no idea what that is. I'm, I assume it's a bar of milk chocolate. You melt that. I would guess double boiler is your best sure, bet sure, so sure, that sure. you don't scald the chocolate. Yes. Then you take your frozen balls and dip them into the mixture and move fast because your frozen balls will cause the chocolate to set quickly. They will, yes. But you dip it through there if you want to get fancy, put it on a popsicle popsicle no popsicle stick that's a hard thing to say fast a popsicle stick do your dipping do your set aside let it rest this is going to be cake ball heaven and it's super easy i like it i was impressed by this i like an easy 
pack, if you will. Yes. Instead of paying a couple of dollars per cake pop in right? the Starbucks. Pay 30 bucks on ingredients and make it yourself. <laughs> it's not that much. It's kind of how it happens. It's really not that much. But it could so. be a fun project with yourself or your kids. That's right. I'm into it. I think our kids would be super into it. Yes. Now, this piece of news, yes. this piece of news throws back to the watch category. Mm -hmm. I didn't, uh, I didn't try to jump in and throw that up there because I think linearly and okay. I already had my notes written. Sure. So I apologize. Mm -hmm. Well, just days after this show's premiere, HBO Max's Gossip Girl reboot. Mm -hmm. It is their most watched original new series. Hell yeah. Within an hour of the premiere last Thursday morning at 12.01 a.m., so by 1.01 a.m., it had made it to number 11 nationwide on Twitter, and by midday it was at number five. Okay. It's also led to a 200% increase in viewership of the original Gossip Girl nice. series. So yes. if you are a Gossip Girl fan... You need to head over to HBO Max and check out the reboot. XOXO, Gossip Girl. I cannot wait to watch the reboot. I loved the original on Netflix. I mean, it was originally on a different cha channel, but I loved, I watched it on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I actually binge watched that show when I was pregnant with the twins. And so That's right. I have a lot of affection for it. It takes me back to a yeah, moment you shared time. you shared pain together. Yes, exactly. Because twins are pain. They are pain, Both especially the growing up. Pre-birth and after birth. Mostly the Not that the twins are themselves after birth. That was a weird <laughs> a thing, thing now. I'm sorry I said that. Um I have been so looking forward to it. I just we've there's only so many hours in the day. You know Word. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get to the Gossip Girl reboot. I am delighted to hear that so many people are loving it that it is yeah. just skyrocketing up the charts yeah everything evidently measurable. it's its own viral thing yes um speaking of things to watch because here's another one here we go do you recall the movie snowpiercer uh just vaguely sort of yeah vaguely. you didn't watch it i did it was one of those things i watched after you'd gone to sleep because yeah. i need things to watch after did you someone go to shoot sleep. a deer in that no no okay no um noble effort but no the general plot of this is that the survivors of Earth's second ice age Ooh. all lived on a train okay. that constantly ran, sure. in fact, plowing through the snow and ice, okay. so Snowpiercer. Yeah. And this train was segmented where the wealthy lived in the front, luxury cars, the, the lesser socioeconomic class segmented mm. their way back through. But those were the people that were running life support for everyone. Oh, okay, right. Sure. You follow you kind of, this sounds vaguely familiar now. I'm tracking with you. Okay. Get it? Tracking. Oh, that was clever. Yeah. Um, well, there is now in fact, at least in the plans, this, I wasn't able to suss out if it exists or they're just plans for it, but there's a real life version of the snow piercer, but perhaps absent of the oppression of people. Okay. In fact, it's there. Uh, a French super yacht designer is responsible for designing a 14-carriage luxury train that's 1,300 feet of panoramic glass windows, which can fold down to create balconies. But while they are closed, it's smart glass, which can be either translucent or opaque at the flick of a switch. Whoa. It's quite impressive. Yeah. The luxurious dining car, an arboretum. 
but much like the movie Snowpiercer, don't count on catching a ride on this train unless you are part of the elite. Oh, no. Yeah, if you're not, and that's okay. Don't frown on yourself. Don't feel lesser, because if you're not, and I'm not, well, we may start a sort of awesome subgroup to hijack said train. More on that in future episodes. It's a spinoff group that you didn't know you needed. That's right. (laughs) Train hackers of awesome. Yes, um, have you ever seen it rain fish? No, I've seen a lot of things, but not raining fish. I've I've come close, but not fully. When I was a kid, um, we went on several fishing trips into New Mexico and Colorado. And I recall one of those trips, I believe it was New Mexico. It was at the Fawn Lakes. Anybody from there probably knows what that is. Um, we basically watched a version of of a dump truck back up to the lake and expel hundreds upon hundreds of trout into the lake. Okay. Now, as that went, I was like eight or nine at the time. Sure. And here I am fishing and thinking, well, that's where all the freaking fish are. Yeah. Although I was advanced in my language and I probably used a curse word. (laughs) You've been cursing since you were eight years old? I've had a long time command of the the curse vocabulary. Okay. Um, I threw my line out trying to catch the, no, I didn't know at the time they're all shocked from this, this change of oh, life. Sure. Yes, of course. The, the trip there in the back of this fish dump truck thing, if the I may, drop into the lake. If I may, it seems inhumane, but here we are. Well, hang on to that thought. We'll come back to it. Okay. Sorry. I accidentally bumped you with my hand as I was really G- being aggressive with my gesticulations. Yes. Um, I cast my line out. I didn't catch one where a fish bit the hook. I actually snagged a trout in the side with my hook. Now, listen, we ate them. It wasn't like we were sport fishing. We we ate what we caught. Okay. All right. But it was awkward. It was a strange moment for me and the trout. Um, Well, what do you do? Because this is a common practice of populating lakes with with fishes. What do you do? When you can't get the fish dump truck to the lake. I don't know. Take the lake to the dump truck? Uh, That's impossible. How dare you? No. What you do is you ask Utah, because evidently they're practiced in this. Okay. They have recently, they've made headlines using planes to drop thousands of fish into lakes. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Now, this feels insensitive. Coming back to your former comment. Fish fluttering down through the sky. literally. Smacking into the surface of water. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. But rest easy. Listen, ninety between ninety-five to ninety-nine percent of fish survive the fall. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say enjoyed them. They they enjoyed it. Yeah, they asked for a second trip. No, they survive the fall. Those who don't are are they feed the other natural wildlife, right? It's all okay. It's a circle of life. Yeah, I guess. Um from 200 feet in the air, these these fish flights mm. can drop 35,000 fish at a time. Yeah, and as magnificent happens. as all of this sounds, this wonder of modern science. I guess. It's actually something we've been doing since the mid-1950s. Oh, okay. I never even knew. Of course, I didn't either. But that's that's how next time you sit down to eat a nice tasty trout, um. Or ask yourself why. Yeah, why just know that this might be this might be an air trout. It flew. It <laughs> dropped two hundred feet before it smacked into the hard oh, surface gosh. tension of water, and someone 
grabbed it up and we ate it. Just think about belly flopping into a swimming pool. Yeah. But you're Fishes are like all belly. Plane. It's terrible. It's terrible. 200 okay. feet. It's actually a miracle of fishery and nature that they survive this fall. Listen, if you're if you're a attempting to be a responsible eater mm. in terms of good treatment of animals mm-hmm. and you see something that says farm raised or even often like well, let's say chickens free range all of that the governmental definitions are so loose mm-hmm. just know anything we're eating that you didn't grow yourself probably suffered somewhere along the way so don't get all high and mighty are you saying that to me i'm saying that to all people all right don't get so high and mighty everything gets mistreated your yeah. your best bet is just to have your own little ecosystem of a place. And if you're not going to do that, then you don't get to gripe too loudly. If you're not going to do that, get a Moink box. We had Moink. You're giving a free today. ad. We did. They were good steaks. They were good steaks. What we have, uh, we two ribeyes and two tenderloins. Yeah. And, and it was hearty steak goodness. Yes. Me hearties. This also has to do perhaps with aquatic life. Okay. Mm. There are more than a few... Urban legends. Are they legends? I love an urban legend. Are they true? That surround the idea of people releasing pets into the sewer systems of metropolitan areas and those pets growing or, in reality, mutating into monsters that come back to haunt those who abandoned them. Well, gators in the sewers of New York and whatnot, right? Yes. Well, and snakes. Yeah, with snakes, snakes, all the things. Problematically, Minnesota, who's not an urban area, is currently falling victim. To such a thing. Oh. And is now urging their citizens, please stop. Now, rather than alligators. This isn't a legend. No, no. This is a real dang life thing. Rather than alligators, their problem is with the ever offensive goldfish. What? Yeah. Rather than terrorizing humans, the goldfish are wrecking the ecosystem of lakes. Are you serious? Yes. Apparently... People are like trying to make the humane choice rather than flushing the goldfish, which is, dang it, man, that's what everyone should do. Yeah. They're they're taking them out to the lake to let them loose. The problem is goldfish grow to the size of their environment. And oh. so when you let a goldfish loose in the wild, they can grow to the size of a football. Like in a koi pond situation. No, no. Like in a lake. Okay. You take them out. Oh, look, kids, we're going to set Fifi the goldfish loose in the lake. Yeah. It grows to the size of a football, a foot long in length. And problematically, they, this is a quote, they're known for mucking up the bottom sediments and uprooting plants. They, they make it a bad environment for everything else that's there. They're real buttholes about it. Apparently so, yes. To make matters worse, yes. they breed quickly. One might say like jackrabbits, <laughs> if you know that story. Who, yeah, they're of course known for their breeding. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before anybody who doesn't live in Minnesota is like, I don't live in Minnesota, we're safe. Well, this same problem is being experienced by residents of Virginia, no. Washington State, Australia, Why? many other various and sundry locales. Yeah, you know, Australia is not a state, right? I, well, yeah, no, it's, it's a, a it's a, yeah, I know. I'm just saying for, I'm catering first to yes. small-minded Americans, which we are part of that yeah. population. And but then abroad. You know what you didn't mention? New Zealand. Claire, you're safe. Claire, you're safe so far, unless you just weren't prolific enough yet 
to make the list. <laughs> Your friend with her hospitalization problem. I don't even remember what it was now. Um, so listen, here's the moral of the story. If you're going to buy a goldfish, do the responsible thing and flush it. Or bury it in your backyard. Don't well, take it to the lake. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Just put it in the backyard. Get a cigar box. Please. Bury it. Let your dog dig it up. Have the awkward moment with your kids to discuss how life works. And death. And death. Are you ready to have that conversation? I'm Here's ready. Here's how death works, I'm kids. Whew. That was a thing. Yeah. Um, you like mac and cheese. I love a mac and cheese. You like ice cream? Yeah, I could take it or leave it. Really? Yeah. Some people love ice cream. Some people name Kyle T. I love ice cream. I like mac and cheese. I love ice cream. Um, well, Kraft hears us. Mm-mm. Yeah, they do. No. That's why they've teamed no. up with a Brooklyn-based ice creamery nope. to bring you nope. macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream awful. for I- only $12 a pint. I hate everything about yeah. this. I understand, but as delicious as it sounds. No. And you're, you're salivating. Absolutely not. Social media participants are up in arms. They should be. I'm up in arms. Far more than one user has asserted that Kraft is trying to ruin ice cream. And I say, how dare you, sir? How dare you? To Kraft? No. Would you eat mac and cheese ice cream? I would try it. Are I'm you, convinced I, I wouldn't like it, but I would try it. My voice, I can't, my throat hurts. My voice cannot go any higher. <laughs> right. You've, you've traveled the octaves. I have. Yeah. How? Why? This is not anything anyone asked for, and it's certainly not something we need. No, I, no. I Maybe it is. demand I, this be recalled. Here's, here's what I demand. I want to hear... I want to hear slash read in the social media group. And if you're not in, in, (laughs) if you're not in awesome today, I won't see it unless you tag me. So I want to, I want to read some conversation about this. I want to know the opinion of the people because I can't, it's a very polarizing topic. I want to hurt myself or someone else. If I think about eating mac and cheese ice cream and I do love mac and cheese. I love craft mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. It should not. It is an abomination. I don't know. To think of it in its frozen form. Well, here's the thing. I don't know because I couldn't right. find anything. I don't know. Like in a chocolate chip ice cream, you've got chocolate chips. I don't know if there's chunks of mac and cheese or if it's been liquidated or, or liquidized or whatever the appropriate verb is there. There's nothing. And mixed in. I don't know. It now, doesn't if it's, matter. No, it does. If it's chunks of starchy macaroni that are frozen in there, I don't want that. But if it's all blended together, no. I'm curious. Absolutely not. Call me ice cream curious. <laughs> it's going to take me a year to recover from this. I, I demand this be removed from the show. Oh, my word. Well, you're not alone. You're not alone in your opinion. But I want to know, because the awesomes are the only ones with awesome opinions. I want to know where people stand on this. Okay. I'm going to have to go lay down for like. No, no. We got to power through. There's a few more things here. Do you have an extra 10,000 pounds or 13.8 thousand US dollars? An extra? No, sir. I do not. Well, you've got some time. So if you're close, don't give up yet. Don't spend it. Keep saving it because next year, 2022, yeah. BMW, those brilliant German car making people. I had a curse word I, I wanted know. to say. You were, I didn't I can say see it. you self censoring yeah. in the moment. It I don't often get to see that. It starts with a B and it ends with asterisks. <laughs> um, 
yeah, well, they've, uh, they've done it again. They're releasing the CE-04, which is an electric scooter, really? kind of, that can travel at speeds up to 75 miles an hour. On a scooter? Yeah, yeah. Now, what's really important is that's only 13 miles per hour less than what was required of Michael J. Fox's DeLorean to travel into the future. Holy Moses. So they're close. Um, this is an, it's an interesting looking piece of equipment. Now, most electronic vehicles, at least prior to Elon Musk's Tesla intervention, have been hideous. Sure. But this is a really interesting looking piece of equipment. It's kind of a hybrid between a scooter and a motorcycle. It looks very futuristic. So don't be concerned that, oh, it doesn't look cool. It looks cool. And, and... It comes with a parka jacket mm. that lights up no and that integrates with your cell phone, giving you a touch control panel on the cuff of your sleeve. Whoa. So look cool. Be cool. And save the children. Won't someone think of the children? Are we living in the future? We're very close. Are we in the future? Thanks Texas? to the Germans. Yeah. Um, no, that's, it's pretty amazing. You should go look this up. It's a fascinating looking piece of equipment. And yeah. hey, yeah, we don't have that sitting around, but some people do. And if that's a thing and this is a deal you're interested in, you ought to check it out. Yeah. All right. Now, from time to time, yeah. historically speaking, of course, um, you and I, as well as all the awesomes, we've enjoyed a story about Florida man mm -hmm. or Florida woman. Certainly. Well, today I bring you for the first time ever. Okay. Louisiana man. Oh. Yeah. We know some Louisiana men. Mississippi woman, Louisiana man. That's Maybe a song. It is. That's a song. It's a thing. And you can look that up too. Yeah. Um, this is equally entertaining. Louisiana man. Not always family friendly. So he's often overlooked. But this one's okay. Okay. 26-year-old. I'll just... His, his name is Jimmy. I won't reveal he's holding. The rest of the news channels were insensitive. I'm just going to call him Jimmy. Okay. I'm just, I'm relieved because I didn't know if my brother's first name was going to come out your mouth. It's, my yeah, it's possible. And he is a bit of a Louisiana man. He's a character. Yeah. I didn't know if he'd made the national. Honestly, news. at the end of this story, you'll know this could have been your brother. Okay. Well, Jimmy was sitting in traffic as a passenger. Yeah. He and his buddy in a pickup. And Anybody that knows a good story knows that many of them begin with sitting in a pickup mm -hmm. because pickup men know it's a thing. Okay. Anyway, they're, they're sitting in traffic and it's miserable. You sat in traffic. All of us have sat in traffic. You know how boring it becomes, how just frantic minded you can become. And to make matters worse, they were on a bridge. And they were stuck on that bridge over a river for more than two hours. Well, that sounds awful. I it's hate too much. about this. It's yes. too much. Yeah, this it, is worse than mac and cheese ice cream. It's definitely worse. If he'd had mac and cheese ice cream, he may have never become Louisiana man. Mm -hmm. But it was too late. He didn't have it. And so there he is. He comes up with a plan. His plan was, hey, I'm going to jump off the bridge, which, by the way, was quite a distance above the river. Mm. It wasn't like a, a country bridge over a river no, six foot below. I've seen those Louisiana it, bridges over rivers. High distance over. Yeah. He was, he'd like, you know what? I'm going to jump off, swim to the shore, run around, jump back in my friend's car just for something to do. Sure. Yeah. Well, as you can imagine, things didn't go exactly as didn't planned. Didn't play out as he hoped. Yeah. Okay. He survived. 
Thank just so goodness. nobody's panicky about that. I wondered where we were going with he this. He survived the plunge, but the plunge was into gator-infested oh, waters. You're in Louisiana. Of course it's gator-infested. Of gator course infested. there's gators there. I hope you didn't just eat chicken because gators are known for their love of chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the current was a hell of a lot stronger than he'd anticipated that it would be. Certainly. Nearly three hours, he's stuck, treading water, flailing about before anyone could arrive to rescue him. When they did get to him, the first thing that happened is they handcuffed him. Then they took him to the paramedics just to make sure everything was okay. And I don't blame them. Not even a smidge. I don't blame them. In the aftermath of all this, Jimmy admits that it was in the first few seconds of going airborne over the edge of the bridge rail that he knew he had messed up. He said, I immediately regret this decision. This was not as cool as I first imagined it might be. I'm in a world of trouble. Those are all the G-rated version of what I'm sure he said. Uh-huh. At roughly an hour and a half in, which is an impressive yeah, amount of time, yeah. he did finally begin to pray without ceasing. Oh, good. For yeah. Yes. Yeah, because you reach that point. Roll out some Hail Marys right then. Yes. Literal. And Hail there's Marys. a lot of Catholics there, so I'm sure he did yes. resort to the Hail Mary. Yeah. After apprehension, and in Jimmy's own words, they got me with criminal mischief and some other charges. Oh, Who knows what all happened there? Jimmy. <sighs> Look. Thank you, Louisiana man. I'm glad he lived. I'm three hours in the river, I think is punishment enough. Just yeah. Okay, in fairness, be. so the hour and a half. He started praying all that without ceasing. He did before the three hours were up, but after an hour and a half had gone by of him doing weird things of treading water, of trying to swim, his right shoulder went numb, all kinds of details. He did eventually make it to a, a, a quote unquote island in the river yeah. to rest up before he made, he did make the swim to shore on his own safely. It was just that as he arrived on shore, finally, Paramedics and law enforcement showed up and they cuffed him. Okay. Now I didn't realize that. I thought they maybe arrested him because they had to use (laughs) civic resources to rescue him, but he didn't. No. How did he do anything wrong? They they took their sweet time getting there. Honestly. Yeah. Criminal mischief. That's a, that's a nothing misdemeanor. Don't ask me how I I know. I guess I can maybe, maybe, maybe see he abandoned his vehicle. No, no. His friend was the driver. His own vehicle though. Oh, he his, was in, his, he he was in was, his friend's vehicle? He was passenger seat of a friend's Whoa. pickup. Yeah. He just made a questionable life choice, but I don't think he broke the law. That's, again, criminal mischief is all they could come up with. I feel quite sure if Jimmy could afford an attorney, he'll come out scot-free. Yeah. All right. Who knows? All Who right, knows? All right. Um, you had the hiccups. Was it last night, night before? It was the night before, and I haven't had the hiccups since I was like, uh, maybe pregnant with Daisy. They is, suck though. In a hot minute's terrible. And you're never, you never fully remember how bad the hiccups <laughs> suck until you have them. You have them, right? Sure, sure, sure. Yes. What if you had them for a whole day? No, hate it. You hate that. What if you had them for ten days straight? No, no, sir. Yeah. Well, if you did, you'd share something in common with the president of Brazil. Okay. Yeah. According to experts, hiccups can be a sign of an underlying problem, which was the case for El Presidente. Okay. In 2018, while campaigning, he was stabbed in the belly. Evidently, presidential campaigns in Brazil aren't quite (laughs) 
the cakewalk that they are here where somebody just says ugly things about it's you. It's a little more intense. He got stabbed in the belly. Yes. And it said it said abdomen, I guess. That's a little bit more of an official term for belly. But if you get stabbed, you're probably you're going to slip into your redneck and say, I got stabbed in the belly. Yeah. And yep. you're not yeah. going to remember scientific words like abdomen. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened. Now, here's the, here's the real quandary. Maybe, maybe his 10 days of hiccups are related to that event. If in fact the 10 days of hiccups were real, it's either that or this is a media stunt to help his declining popularity because he has, through his social media accounts, he has dramatized these events and he's made a real show of things. I don't know for sure what's going on there. Look, if you're not going to dramatize accounts, why be on social media? Number one. I don't disagree. Number two, the whole time you're talking about this, I was still thinking about mac and cheese ice cream. So. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Does mac and cheese ice cream make you recall? Because if it's craziness, make you think for a moment of the Tiger King, Joe Exotic? <laughs> well, because he's crazy too. I, I feel like Joe Exotic would eat mac and cheese ice cream with, with yeah, fervor. Yeah, he would. With fervor and with quote unquote friends with benefits. Yeah. And yeah, he enthusiasm. would. Yes. Did you know, by chance, did you know? One, he tried to get a pardon from President Trump. I did know this, yes. Did you know that he's also pursued a pardon from Joe Biden? I did not know that. He's also done that. Neither one of them worked, or or is it working? Because an appeals court judge just vacated his sentence. Oh. But he's not free yet. Oh. We got to hold out hope. Do he we? is not yet free, however. I guess maybe you could say he's still in the tiger-infested woods. I don't know. That's a dad joke, and I'm not ashamed of it. Um, He's scheduled to be resentenced. He's still held behind bars like a caged tiger that he is. He's scheduled to be resentenced at some time in the near future. We don't know when, and we have no idea how this could play out. Okay. So more on that when we know more. I guess so. Now, do you love pigs? Not especially. Do no. you just love, love, love being a pig? No. Nope. There's a whole story behind that that I'll take a minute to share. Okay. When I was a very young child, I would say it was, it was at the oldest I was four, and yet I remember this because it was an event. On, I cannot remember, and I apologize for this, I can't remember if it was Sesame Street or Electric Company. These were two shows that ran back to back. PBS programming. PBS programming for children. Yeah. There was one that was live video. Well, not live video, but they'd shot video of pigs playing and they'd composed a song. Sure. The chorus of that song was, do you just love, love, love being a pig? It's very catchy. It's very catchy. A little bit of an earworm. Yeah. Stuck in my little four-year-old brain. Yeah. Um, My sister enters the room and I turn and I sing to her. Her name's Mindy. I sing, Mindy, do you just love, love, love being a pig? Yeah. At which point she slapped me (gasps) much like a pimp would slap a hoe from my later learnings in life. Mm -hmm. According to television shows and movies, according to the pop, she slapped the mess out of me Mm -hmm. And my mom defended her. I had no idea why. I still don't. And I don't want to know. The point is, that was a side story. Do I love pigs? Do you love pigs? I mean, I like to eat pig. I like pork Mm -mm. product. How dare you? 
Do you love pigs? No, not okay. particularly. What about micro pigs? I don't know what that is. I didn't either, but they are popular in some places. Okay. And Japan is one of those places. Makes sense. These would be tiny, tiny, as the word micro might insinuate. Yes. There, there's a chain of cafes in Japan okay. that feature micro pigs that freely roam the premises as you dine. If you are so generous as to lean back in your chair and straighten your legs out like a ramp, they will climb up into your lap. Mm. They generally otherwise just simply demand that you pet or scratch them. So kind of like our Boston Terriers. Pretty much, which they are. They make pig noises. Yep. Often they mm -hmm. grunt and snort. Do we have micro pigs as pets? It's possible. Okay. It's possible. I, I don't see the draw. I grew up agriculturally, and I'm familiar with some things about pigs that aren't very enticing. Uh, but I'm not judging anybody who is no? interested. If yeah. you are interested and you find yourself in Japan, yeah. it's going to cost you about 10 bucks for a 30-minute time slot at one of these places, plus whatever it is that you spend on your drinks and snacks, which you must buy. It's kind of like a bar. There's a cover charge to get in yeah, and yeah, then yeah, like yeah. A, so many drink minimum. You got to do a thing yeah. to be there and enjoy the micro pigs. Would you do this? No, I hate pigs. I didn't know you hated pigs. I hate pigs. Okay. They're filthy, filthy. And they're scavengers. So They'll literally eat the sores off of each other's backs. They're disgusting. Do you think this ties back to your childhood trauma of... Do you just love, love being a pig and you got It's possible. It's possible. And a secondary trauma where I won't tell the whole story, but I was oh helping gosh. taking care, helping <laughs> take care of a friend's livestock where their family was on vacation. It involved horses and a real butthole of a pig. Yeah. And your dad coming over yep. and his butt off yep, about he the, did. the pickle he you did. got yourself he into. He had fun at my expense, which none of us enjoy. That's another story for another day. <laughs> now, speaking of Japan. Mm-hmm. They just recently crushed the record for transmission speeds Ooh. of digital stuff, okay. achieving 319 terabits per second along a 1,864-mile-long optical cable. Now, to frame that, mm. that is fast enough to transfer 10,000 high-definition movies in one second. That's unthinkable. It is unthinkable. It is unthinkable. It's bizarre. It's amazing. It's wonderful. This is much faster than the 5G mind control technology currently being implemented here in the U.S., mm -hmm. if you do or don't believe in that. Yeah. And this technology purportedly meshes with existing infrastructure, so nothing has to be done to implement this. So if you, like us, are people who suffer from slow bandwidth problems <laughs> and great frustration it's possible that this could be fixed sooner rather than later. Okay, good to know. And thank you, Japan, for that Indeed. development. Indeed, Japan does some good things. Yes. Um, do you enjoy a good whiskey? You know that I do. How dare you even ask me? I know you do. Have you ever found yourself hankering for a pour of Old Ingledew? Well... No, only because Good. I didn't know what it was until now. Yeah, well, I hope you never have, because it's unlikely that you're ever going to satisfy that hankering. The only surviving bottle believed to have been produced in the 1700s and once owned by Wall Street giant J.P. Morgan, that bottle just sold at auction. There were three, 
His two others that have mysteriously disappeared, this one sold for $137,000 at auction. Mm -hmm. Now, through the use of carbon dating, because that's how serious we are about whiskey. Well, yes. Carbon dating, various other means of research and things. It's believed that this bottle of bourbon was distilled around the time of the Revolutionary War. Okay. Later bottled. Mm -hmm. It was distilled then. A common practice at that time was that a distillery would put things in barrels to age. Sure. But then they would sell those barrels to whoever. And whoever they sold them to, it was their responsibility to determine when barrel aging was sufficient And then they themselves bore the responsibility of final proofing and bottling and then selling it to whoever. Okay. Oftentimes at drugstores and random places. Okay. But yeah, I hope you don't want any old Ingle do because at $137,000 a bottle. A bottle. That would be a lot of thousands of dollars just for a shot. I cannot even fathom Spending that much on alcohol, if you can afford it, more power to you, I guess. But I would be terrified to ever even have it in my home, let alone drink a glass or a shot. Indeed. We have kids. They break things. Um, I don't know how much you follow the news, how much anybody follows the news. I try not to other than looking for the things that I share with all of you wonderful people. Mm -hmm. But if you have followed at all, you're likely aware even if it's just through friends, you're likely aware that Sir Richard Branson recently claimed victory in the billionaire peeny measuring contest of making it to space. Good. Yes, that's what I like to call it, too. Yeah, it's it's him, Elon Musk, Jeffrey Bezos, who there's some great TikTok things going on oh, right now yes. about Jeffrey Bezos. Uh-huh. Um, but those three have been in their own little weird space race, right? Yeah. Few people care about this. What you might find interesting, though, what's really important here, is that this was all predicted in 2014. Oh, by? Yeah. Season 25, episode 15, titled The War of Art. It was prognosticated by The Simpsons. The Simpsons? Are you familiar with this phenomenon? Uh, What? The Simpsons telling the future? Yes. No. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. Okay. Any hardcore Simpsons fans, which I'm not. I'm not. Are. They are. They don't know this. They're no, too young. Of course I but don't. any hardcore Simpsons fan knows that it is not unusual for the show to foretell the future. What? This would include Donald Trump's presidency, the discovery of a three-eyed mutant fish, the erection of London skyscraper, the shard. The Simpsons have seen everything coming. Winners of the Gold Cup, the Super Bowl, Lady Gaga descending from the sky at her Super Bowl performance in 2017. The Simpsons knows everything. They predicted Kamala Harris's vice presidency, How even though? down to the detail where her inaugur- at her inauguration, she wore a bright purple outfit and a pearl necklace that Lisa Simpson wore in an episode from the year 2000 when she became president of the United States. And there's so much more. Oh, my gosh. If this is interesting, do just some light. You'll be stunned at the results that come up. Do some light searching to see all of the things correctly predicted by The Simpsons. I had no idea. It's amazing. I'm shocked and odd. Yes. Okay. For the finale. Okay, here we go. It may or may not be as good as the other things, but it's interesting. Of all people, a nun, a sister, Mm -hmm. has recently gone viral on the TikTok. Oh, Sister Monica, 
from New Jersey. Okay. She has shared her, you know about this? I had, I her skincare I, yes, regimen. I saw it. Yeah. It came up on my TikTok. I didn't know yeah. it went viral though. Okay. You might think, so what? She looks like any other 32-year-old, which she does, mm. but she's actually 55 years old. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I can testify to the validity of this new story. I saw it with my own eyes. Very simplistically. She recommends, she encourages limiting your exposure to direct sunlight. That's it. And using a gentle soap. Mm -hmm. Her preference is an oatmeal body wash for babies to wash your face. Now, in all of the back and forth that's gone on in the comments, which she has participated in, she's also agreed that it probably hasn't hurt any that she's been absent of children and or relationship stress. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But she does. She has a incredibly youthful face. Did you watch the TikTok? I did not see the TikTok. I saw a whole myriad of other things. Yeah. Okay. When I saw the TikTok, I am a Catholic. I'm a Catholic woman. Uh, TikTok knows this. They'll serve me Catholic content every now and again. So Mm -hmm. I I was like, wow, this nun does look really young. Yeah. I did not realize she was in her 50s. She absolutely early thirties would be pushing it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, it was remarkable to me that she was just like, I just don't go in the sun very much. And I've spent a lot yeah. of time in tanning beds and no face protection. Not her, you, I, I yeah, myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know, she's got a point limit the time in the sun. Well, she gets migraines in the sun. Yeah. And so she's just That's looking right. back, putting yes. things together, she but she a does headache recommend sun, a yeah. parasol, which, Hey, I'd like to see a resurgence of the parasol. Yeah. I'd like to see a manly parasol that I could use. I'm sure that could be arranged. I'm going to find that. Like t- a skull and crossbones parasol? There we go, I yes. don't know. I'm going to find the TikTok. I will share it with the people so that you can also yes. be in awe of her amazing skin complexion. And hurry up and buy your oatmeal body wash for babies because there's going to be a run on it if it hasn't already started. I'm not going to switch to that, but. How dare you? How dare you? She looks fantastic. She does. Okay. Wow. That's all the news. That's a lot of news. I'm there's one takeaway from this for me and it's Mac and cheese ice cream. I hate it. The real takeaway is if you want to know what's happening next, go check out the Simpsons. Apparently so. Can they predict the Olympic outcome? They probably already have. The Olympics are starting this week. So here we go. All right. Find out. Uh, Enjoy your Olympics. Be careful. If you're engaging in marital congress, because it can result in twins during the Olympics, as we know. And in the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.